Welcome to the Billy Jenkins Listening Club. Short webcasts, or what I like to call, in keeping with my photographic interests, snapcasts, offering a unique oral insight into Billy Jenkins, the man and his music. This episode is entitled Sade's Lips. The piece of music we're listening to now reflects Billy's sadistic side. It doesn't. The opening drum beats from Roy Dodds and hand percussionist Dawson obviously introduce the Marquis de Sade slowly what? turning the ratchet as he inflicts... No, 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 what are you talking about? ...gleeful pain upon another. No. Perhaps a virginal goddess... What? ...tempted by the dark forces, as represented here by Di Pritchard's brooding bass clarinet. Oh, no, no. The sinister throb of Tin Matthewman's bass guitar, replicating the dungeon master's brooding presence. Wolfie, Wolfie, it's not like that at all. While your high-pitched bottleneck guitar inserts hot needles <laughs> and Ian Bellamy's <laughs> saxophonic beauty portrays the willing victim's golden tresses, <sighs> stroked gently for comfort while the pain slowly grows. Well, uh, now... Okay, now you say to stroke gently to comfort them whilst the pain slowly grows, you're actually getting somewhere, Wolfie. This track has got nothing to do with the Marquis de Sade. It's my oral cartoon, as I like to think of my medium, of smooth jazz. A soporific style of music that certainly, if listened to for too long, becomes increasingly more painful to my ear, as I desperately try to extract something that might actually move me. But the piece concludes with the sound of kissing, of love and affection. I must say, you come across as quite a smooth operator. <laughs> well, there you go, Wolfie. Now you've got it. Smooth Operator was a worldwide hit in the mid-1980s for the husky-voiced singer and songwriter Sade. So, this piece is nice, mm. not nasty. Mm. I've been hearing it in completely the wrong context. Yeah, yeah Sade's lips is nice, but as I said, too much nice starts to hurt much as Sugar Rod's teeth. Actually, that sounds like what my guitar is doing on the piece of music. Let me take you back to the United Kingdom of the 1980s. Popular music is such a marvellous parallel metaphor for political change. In that decade, the UK music industry and the subsidised art world had a brief re-interest in jazz music. Courtney Pine, Steve Williamson, Loose Tubes, the Jazz Warriors and others. Jazz made contemporary by a new generation, respecting the Afro-American tradition, but also influenced by European jazz. But like political ideology, in order to appeal to a majority, music has to take the middle way, a commercial path. Yes, sometimes a left-wing or right-wing popular musical style breaks through. You could say the blues boom in the 1960s, evolving into progressive rock in the early 70s, grew out of a socially responsible sensitivity. Likewise, folk music has always been a people's music, whereas the punk movement of the mid-1970s was far-right fascist smash-your-ears-and-face-in. Well, that's not very nice, Billy. Well, it certainly wasn't. 
especially for active musicians who had devoted their lives to studying their art and craft. And in the late 1960s and 70s, the UK jazz scene had some great innovators and original composers and musicians. Mike Westbrook, Keith Tippett, Graham Collier, Mike Osborne, John Sermon, Howard Riley, the Brotherhood of Breath and the South African Influx. Free players like Derek Bailey, Evan Parker, John Stevens and Maggie Nichols. Yes, a few of those musicians even appeared on major labels though I think many considered it an artistically benevolent corporate tax loss. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So again, in the 1980s, there was this exciting new generation, a brief interest once more from the majors. Suddenly, the left field was being listened to. But, just like politics, eventually capitalism and the centre ground won the day. And in time, smooth jazz became king. Sade herself sang... Your love is king. Hmm. I think I might prefer the Marquis de Sade interpretation. Well, you can listen to my music in any context that you want, Wolfie. Actually, faced with what I've called the musical equivalent of standing halfway up the stairs of Boots the Chemist, where they used to hang pictures and prints of wide-eyed babies and tigers, a sort of artless art for the artless, I may have to revise my own interpretation. Can I return to my silence now, Wolfie? You may, Billy. I'll leave you with your revisionist musings and leave you, the listener, with a bit more of Sade's lips from the 1986 final album Uncommerciality, Volume 1. It was later released, along with Uncommerciality, Volumes 2 and 3, as part of the cassette collection. And the track also appears on the first oral art exhibition CD released in 1992. The track is now available to listen to on many popular streaming platforms, or it can be downloaded from your favourite online store. By paying for the tracks, you will be helping Billy to continue his life's work. You can find out more about Billy's music at billyjenkins.com. Thank you for listening.